Hello and welcome back. I'm your host Natalia and we're in a post-sermon conversation with Pastor Jeremy. Hello Pastor Jeremy, tell me how you feel. Hi Nat, I'm feeling great. Was a little under the weather but getting there. Great. Let's talk a little about leading versus lording. Yeah, let's do that. I like that. Leading versus lording. We're living in a world where leading is a very normal aspect of our life. No matter who you are, no matter what you do, everyone's leading in some way or the other. But this particular verse that we want to spawn off in uh, from our sermon last Sunday, Jesus called them together, the disciples. And this is just after James and John had requested Jesus to have them seated on the left and on the right of him around his throne when he is in his kingdom. And the 10 of the others are indignant. They are angry with James and John. And we brought up the whole aspect of how significant that was because James, John, and Peter were the ones who were actually at the Mount of Transfiguration. They were at the event and they saw that. And we were wondering what motivates or what leads people to such kind of prideful thinking or even births that kind of prideful desires. Out of that, Jesus then says to all the disciples, he says, he called them together and said, verse 42, you know that those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles, lord it over them, lord it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. You know that those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles, lord it over them. And you've asked the question, what is the difference between lording and leading? Caring and governing and ruling with unreasonable sort of authority. Now, when you read this verse at face value, nothing seems to be wrong with it because it says, and their high officials exercise authority. Shouldn't you do that? Shouldn't people exercise authority? Is it wrong to exercise authority? Is it wrong for rulers to rule, rulers to lord? What Jesus is saying is there's a marked difference in the economy of God's governance. There's a marked difference. There's a different way of doing things. And he has been on this theme for the last two chapters, talking about how we do things differently in the kingdom of God. In the kingdom of God, it is top down. It is upside down. It is the other way around. It is inverted. It is not the way we think. In fact, the last verse says, and the last one will be first, and the first will be last. This is key. Leading and loading. Let's think about our jobs. Let's think about our everyday lives. Let's think about our families. Let's think about what leading and loading could mean in our daily lives. Let's think about how differently we perceive these two words, in fact. Lording immediately has a negative connotation. Leading seems to be a democratic vote. When you think about leadership, you immediately think of someone who has been voted into that position. But no one who's voted into that position is a leader. The person is either a leader with or without that position. So even if you don't have a position, you don't have money, you don't have resources, you don't have power, you can be still very influential. I mean, the pen is greater than the sword. You could use just words to be powerfully influential. Some of the revolutions of our time and times past have been led by an, a single idea. So when Jesus says leading, he's talking about shepherding, he's talking about influence, and he's talking about serving other people's success. He's talking about mentoring, he's talking about shepherding, he's talking about serving other people's success. It is completely twisted over, turned over. Now, some of you might be saying, yeah, yeah, we have the same thing in management today. In the management world today, we have what is known as flat leadership or flat level management. And that sounds very similar to what Jesus is saying. I beg to differ. 
it does not it's not the same thing at all over here we're basically eradicating honor and position so that everybody's equal in the company this comes more out of the western world where we're trying to kill any opportunity for someone to rise higher than everybody else it's the crab sort of mentality the crab level mentality where no crabs allow the other crab to get out of the box if you know that analogy so jesus is saying leading is important jesus is saying leading is necessary in fact he will send these very 12 people out in the world to be the most influential people that have ever lived who will turn the then world upside down so he's not saying don't be influential he's not saying don't be leaders but he's saying don't be rulers like the gentiles and that's where everything changes so let's take a quick look at the two one is leading leading involves mentoring it involves shepherding it involves care when you lead you are dedicated to the success of the people around you you're dedicated to their success in your head their success is your success not because you are depending on them but because they are depending on you you see your life as a service to their success that means your success doesn't matter as much as their success matters jesus says esteem others higher than yourselves serve others higher than yourself be the last be the lowest so when we talk about being nothing in this world if you remember my last podcast when you talk about being nothing in this world so that you can be everything in heaven it is very important to understand we're not saying be a doormat we're not saying be a zero we're not saying be a nothing accomplish nothing sell everything sell yourself into oblivion and go sit on a mountain we're talking about working your tail off we're talking about being a hard worker in investing in the lives of people around you so that your company your people your greatest quote unquote asset of your company your greatest asset which is your family your wealth which is your family you are dedicated to their success at the cost of your own life my brothers and sisters if you could understand this at the cost of your own life that means this is the exact opposite of a self-serving selfish self-absorbed life where everything and everyone in your life lives to serve you where your happiness is the standard of your success your personal comfort is the standard of your success we're talking about putting all of that on the line to actually be a reason for your husband's success or your wife's success your children's success to find joy in helping people around you succeed to take people from nowhere to somewhere to actually pour your life out divide your life up into bits and give it to others that means you have to be successful to give to others you get what i'm saying you have to be strong to lift others up you have to stand in order to pull others up you've got to be stable in order to stabilize others this is not a defacing and an effacing of oneself it is not a gandhian self denial it is a straightforward top down i will pull you up because i am taken care of so jesus said look at me john 13 look at me you're calling me lord you're calling me master rightly so i am i am worthy of the worship you're giving me right now but the very worship that i deserve i'm turning around into service i am on my knees washing your feet right now so if you follow me then you got to do the same thing so leading is influence leading is dedicating yourself to the success of others a win-win situation where your strategy is winsome your perspective is winsome your words are winsome your attitude is winsome your tone is winsome and you are able to move and influence a people by their own will and volition in the direction of what is best for everyone that is leadership in a nutshell lordship is manipulation self-absorbedness and happiness of oneself lordship is subjugating people 
at their own expense for your glory. Lordship is making sure that you have 100% control over all things and that means nobody else has any control. Lordship is the use of fear, intimidation and power to subjugate people against their will and thinking that that is successful rulership. And Jesus is saying the Gentile rulers or those who are quote-unquote regarded as rulers because he in his mind doesn't see them as real rulers. He says, those of you who regard them as rulers, see in the Gentiles, the ones, the other people, that's what Gentiles means, by the way, uh, Zeno means other, from which you get the word xenophobia. Gentiles lord it over them. They boss over them. They walk all over them. They push them down. When you talk about lording, you are not questioned. You're not open to being questioned. You are not accountable. When you talk about those who are subject to lords, you're talking about being questioned for everything, being accountable for everything having no ability to explain your failures or your needs or your excuses. So it is a very, very different, diametrically opposing style of leadership. And Jesus says, if you're going to be a leader in the kingdom of God, if you're going to have influence and success in the kingdom of God, James, John, it's not the chair on my left or on my right. It's not the chair on my left or it's the knee, your left and right knee. Which one are you going to bow first? Which one are you going to get on your knee and serve? Who are you going to serve? And how you serve is how you lead. You lead by serving and you serve by leading. And it's wrapped up in a mindset that is a Christ-like mindset, the emptying of oneself. And I'll be talking about this. I'll be preaching on this somewhere around the 17th of December. But this is the mindset of a believer. So you influence by all means. You lead by all means. You succeed by all means. But you do it for the sake of others. You find your joy in serving others, in other people's success, and not so much in your own. In that also, you will find your own success and joy, but not so much in your own. So that, I would say, is in a nutshell, the difference between leading and lording. The question is, what has been your style? Let me tell you something from my heart. I grew up under an authoritarian leadership style, a non-questionable, non-approachable leadership style. I was dead scared of authority and I grew up thinking that's what leadership looks like. You subjugate people at all costs. You rule by fear and by intimidation. And I needed to rethink that. So I would suggest that we stop and really look at it. Our fathers, our principals, our teachers, our presidents, rulers, others, our chief ministers, what what models have we seen that might have influenced us? And then sit at the feet of Jesus and learn differently. Thank you. That requires a lot of thinking and reflection, maybe even some healing from the abuse that we've been through in our past. So, uh, yeah, you can write to us at pstjeremy at gmail.com if you have any queries, doubts, or if you'd like to share your story. And we'll see you in the next podcast.